This is the Cigar Snob Podcast. I am Nick Jimenez. Andre Farkas's Viaje brand isn't always easy to come by, but their reputation has spread far and wide. So when you come across Viaje cigars, you scoop them up. While we were at the 2018 IPCPR trade show in Las Vegas, Cigar Snob publisher Eric Calvino and I sat with the Los Angeles-based owner of Viaje for a chat that touched on cigars, booze, basketball, and pool parties. Again, we were at the trade show, so excuse the ambient noise. Before we start that interview, though, a word from our sponsor, Safra Rum. At Cigar Snob Magazine, we know that man cannot live on water alone, which is why we keep a healthy stockpile of Safra Rum at the office. I'm Nick Jimenez, Senior Editor of Cigar Snob Magazine, and I'm here to tell you that every time we crack open a bottle of Safra Rum, we are impressed. In fact, I'm kind of hydrating with Safra Rum right now. It's unlike anything else, in part because of Safra's small batch approach. They use only hand-cut sugarcane and process it into top-grade molasses, distill in column stills, and ferment in a proprietary locally grown yeast. The rum master then ages the virgin rum in carefully selected bourbon oak casks. The end result is a rum masterpiece that's great for top shelf cocktails, drinking it on the rocks, or even just drinking it neat, which, by the way, is what we did when we paired this in the pages of Cigar Snob magazine with the Oliva Serie B Melanio, but it goes great with just about any cigar. Here's what we had to say about Safra rum. Quote, the rum introduces smooth, honey, caramel, and molasses flavors that start to complement the coffee, chocolate, and spice from the cigar. Safra also received an exceptional 95-point rating from the Beverage Tasting Institute, so we are not the only ones who are crazy about this stuff. It's just another one of their prestigious awards. Ask for Safra Rum at your favorite retailer, restaurant, or bar. Make sure you follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Safra Rum. That's Z-A-F-R-A Rum. Safra Rum. Always drink responsibly and remember that there is no rum without Safra. All right, now here is our chat with Viaje Cigars founder, Andre Farkas. So we're here with, uh, with Andre. Are we recording now? Yeah, we're recording now. Oh, good. Now, now should, we're should doing we it right. we explain what just happened? Yeah, we had a, a little bit of a user error. Was this a wardrobe a malfunction? Snafu. Yeah, the, the, what's, the, uh, what's the acronym for the problem exists between... A pep pack the, error. Yeah, yeah. Problem exists between user and keyboard. Right. <laughs> um... It turns out, in order to record, you have to push the button. You do have to push record. the button. Usually, it's, it's a red be button. a red light. Yeah. It's the, the on thing. button. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, we'll go briefly through uh, the explanation of what we were smoking before we get back into that conversation mm. about your home bar. Mm. So, we are smoking this beautiful, unbanded thing. Yes. Tell me okay. all about it. Take two. Yeah. So, so it's a pigtailed, <laughs> covered foot, unbanded, has a number on the side. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> 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 um, let's see, what did I say? Okay, so we're smoking Private Keep. The idea behind Private Keep is I have a ton of unreleased blends that I've put together. I have hundreds of cigars in my humidor. I blend constantly because it's my passion. It's what keeps me interested. Well, but let's give them, let's give the, the listeners just a little bit of background there, right? So yeah. when, when a person like Andre is blending uh, and coming up with a new brand, you may go through several iterations and the factory will ship you different blends that you've been working on. And then you end up with these leftover blends, which were very good in their own right. Sure, sure. Uh, just didn't make the cut for yeah. this one. Or and even yeah. like when we're at, we're at the factory, you know, putting stuff together. Sometimes, you know, 
uh, something that you didn't even intend to do happens and it's great. And so now you have a, a, a fantastic blend and you don't have it slated yet. You don't know exactly what you're going to do with it, but you have the blend. And so I have hundreds of these. And also, I think it bears mentioning that you go through this more than most because of your business mm. model, right? I Absolutely. Mean, so, so if uh, if we were to have this same exact product with, say, uh, George Padron, he does, they don't go through that many right. blends because they don't release blends constantly right. the right. way that Viaje does. Exactly. So, so we do everything. Model, yeah. We do everything in the craft beer format. Yep. Where these guys put a blend of you know beer together, uh, they release it in a can, a blank can with like some sort of artwork around it, and then it's gone, and then maybe yep. you may see it again, maybe not. Uh, it's kind of like a monkish type of uh, release. Yep. So that that that's pretty much how I modeled my the whole business. Sure. Um, and so. That's the idea. So, so we have all these blends that didn't make it for whatever reason or have yet to see the light of day. And so I wanted to find a way of releasing some of those because I enjoy them so much. And so we decided to do it as a, a private keep. We're calling it private keep. It's a 37 count wheel. Um, there's no, it's unbanded. The way to differentiate between this one and future uh, releases will be the ribbon that goes around the wheel. So, and you were saying this is the color of uh, like a, it's like a boy. A, yeah, you know, baby like blue aqua, color. baby blue, and maybe right. the next one will be orange. But that's the way you'll tell tell the difference between them. Now, question about that because uh, there will be a little bit of confusion if a, a, a store were to have this on the shelf. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The, the ribbon is gone. Don't remove the ribbon. Yeah. So <laughs> keep the ribbon in there. Well, I'm sure they'll figure out ways of marking. Maybe they'll write something on the box, or or just keep the ribbon inside the box, or, the the box or something like that. Yeah. yeah exactly. Exactly. And on the bottom of the box, it says "too good to keep to ourselves" because that's kind of how it was for. Until I'm, I came up with this idea, a lot of them were just stayed in my possession for years. Yeah. So now I have a new vehicle to release things, blends that I love quicker, I guess. And so will the uh, number of cigars in each of these releases change? Mm. So like, or, or no. will, so how many is it? So there'll always be 37. No, I'm sorry. I meant like the total run. Oh, yeah, maybe. So this run that we did, the first uh, run, we did 150 boxes, uh, Future maybe you know based on tobacco availability maybe more maybe less you know it's kind of like a side project it really isn't something i'm you know focusing as a big launch matter of fact i haven't really said very much about it up until now Uh, i posted a couple pictures but that was it it's just kind of like a side thing that is fun to do and you know keeps people interested well i'm really enjoying it though it's glad yeah i would oh i should say this is our friend this is agonorsa leaf yeah this is uh is it 100 100 100 it feels like it yeah Yeah, so it's i would say Medium. It's like a solid medium. Yeah. Right? Not, uh, Which is a is a little different for me because I typically err on the side of stronger. Power. Yeah. yeah. So this is like a little departure and something different from us. Yeah. Cool. Uh, beautifully smooth and balanced. Thank you. Right? Uh, mm. It's got that cedary component, right. that cinnamon cedar thing that Agonorsa always has that I love. So yeah, beautiful man. Beautiful. Well, listen. I mean, I'm blessed. They they kind of give they allow they open the doors and they allow me to do uh, what I want to do over there and so. For a, for a white kid uh, out of Los Angeles, you know, I, I got to say I'm blessed and uh, big thanks to them for always making me feel welcome and for us, you know, we've been working together now 10 years. That's incredible. Long time. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that they're just, they're great people on the top best. of everything. The well, best. and those relationships they form, you can tell that they enjoy working with whoever it is that they bring in and vice versa. It's, sure. Well, it, they, it, they can't stop talking about yeah. you guys, the guys that, that they work with when you interview them, which yeah. uh, I love. Yeah. Right, you're no. talking to them about their product and they're like, well, you know, and vice Andre versa. really helped us yeah. with this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, well I'm, a, I'm a little I'm a little bit of a perfectionist and 
So when I, whenever, I, whenever I go into anything, I mean, I kind of affect those around me, but I think hopefully in a good way. Yeah, a little sure, bit sure. of a perfectionist. I, yeah. This guy uh, wanted to take up guitar playing and then discovered that there was this guy named Stevie Ray Vaughan. And he saw a video and he figured, I, I can't get to that level of perfection, so I'm going to quit. So that's, the <laughs> that's how that happened. He, well, such a great guitarist, he ruined guitar, he guitar, ruined for, guitar me. for you, yeah. But I can sit back now without frustration and, and uh, appreciate what he's doing. I still have frustration. But you got that video that I... I did, I did. I enjoyed it. Amazing. Sweaty, loud, I think it was raunchy. in Montreal, yeah. right? It's a, I think it was like a bar in Montreal. Or, it may be Montreal, but I, I don't... So. It's a, Mo, a Mocambo. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Where'd you find that, by the way? YouTube. It's Stevie... Hey, if anybody's interested... Power of the Internet. This is a video of Stevie Ray Vaughan in, oh. in Montreal. Yeah, and it's just... Just it's, killing it. I don't know it. if it's Montreal, but the place is called the Mocambo. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's Stevie... If you search Stevie Ray Vaughan Mocambo, it's this, like, sweaty joint, you know, with... Just people crammed together there, and Stevie Ray Vaughan sweating on the guitar all over the place. We'll drop that audio in here in post. It. Yeah, killing it. Yeah, yeah. He was, uh, he was there know, with he, the Double Trouble, right? That yeah, was yeah. So that was his uh, his band there. Very cool. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, check out that video. That's a good time. So you had mentioned an analogy to the craft beer approach. So that booze reference gives us a yes. nice segue into nice segue. what we were talking about right when I realized my pepcac error. Uh, yeah. Your home bar. Yes. So, so we had talked about your absurd yes. number of your absurd collection of, of spirits. Is it also beers in the collection? I oh my! So I have wines. wine. I have wine. If it, if it has every alcohol other, in it, I pretty is, much uh, yeah. Firestone Walker. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm very, I'm very lucky. I have one uh, down the street from. I'm in Santa Monica. They're in Venice. Were we there with you? Is that where we went? That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And now they've and entered the haze. Cool but now they've entered the haze game, which I am just in love with. You know who else is? Terrence. Yes, but well, we were actually we went to Public cool House the other night and we shared a few beers together. Cool. Yeah, and he's same, very very same cup like two guys one cup. No, <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> don't don't Google that one. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the most disturbing things. Yeah. Seconds. We, we don't ever. have to go down that <laughs> path. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I did you that. opened the door. <laughs> sorry, I did that. So you were talking about the Booker's Rye. Yeah, he was. Yeah, you had asked what are what are, what's one yeah, of the bottles prize possession. Yeah, so I want because. So Andre has a massive collection of bottles at home. How many bottles did you say? It's got to be over 500 So at this point. And so I wanted to know, before Nick's error, I wanted to know what his most prized bottle. Because everyone, you know, you, we've all got these little bars at home. Nothing like his. But uh, there's always that one bottle that you kind of hide towards the back so that your brother-in-law doesn't come in and, and drink all of it or something. Right. Yeah, that's so, what I was saying. Yeah, the Booker's Rye, which I think it won Whiskey of the Year two years ago. I believe, yeah, because last year was uh, four grain, E.H. Taylor. That's probably that's probably one of them. And I'm not even the biggest rye drinker, but that stuff, whatever they did, whatever they had those barrels in the Rick House, whatever mash bill, I mean, that was that that's something special. Yeah. And more and more to bring it up to speed. More recently, uh, Russell's Reserve just released their 2002, which I mean is just fantastic. So, off so the top Booker's of my head, rye uh, is this a specific Booker? What year was it? Yeah, this was two years ago. So I guess they released that in 2016. And, and is that not available? I mean, you can you can find it on the secondary for like 800 bucks a, a bottle. Wow. Yeah, I'm totally in the market for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I missed the big the Booker's 25. That's another great one from that uh, that label. But I was lucky enough to uh, have friends in the business that got me some of this Booker's Rye, and it's just it's unbelievable. Beautiful. Yeah. So I always joke with people that everybody should pretend to edit a magazine when they're out eating because having a camera ah. and a tripod and flash and all that you end up treated way way differently I got has a story being about in that. the cigar industry 
what what role has being in the cigar industry played in your amassing this collection and meeting some of the people behind some of these? You know what's has funny? That helped at all? No, I don't think anyone even know what I do. There's really? one guy that did, but it it, I, it had no effect. So no, no, okay. I can't even I can't uh, I can't use that to my advantage. Okay, yeah. All right. Well, what are you gonna do? Well, there goes that idea, yeah. Nick. <laughs> well, one of the places I go actually used to have a cigar box attached to it, and then they needed the space because they started getting into like craft foods, and so they converted it into like a, they sell like cheeses and prosciutto and charcuterie okay. and stuff like that. So they converted it. So other than that, that was kind of like the last, last, last connection. All the rest, yeah, you know, they're just. So suppose somebody's in LA. Just from living in LA and. Being out and about, that's how you've made these connections? Yeah, and we have we have a pretty big big market, so we get most things. And so yeah, you just you just keep frequenting and you meet the people that kinda of make decisions and you make you become friends with them and yeah. then So unlike all of us who use our either in, in our case, the magazine uh, as a tool to get in or cigars themselves as a tool to get in. Mm. You do it on just good looks, is that what you do? And my this personality that I have, man. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it, and that's the it. shades. That's it. Like the that's shades. Right. Yeah. I walk just in, there in with the shades and like, <laughs> give me a bottle of that. No, it would be easier if I could do like trades or something like that, but no. Oh, yeah, sure yeah you most of them don't that. even, they have no idea what I do. All right. Uh, so somebody's in LA and they have been unsuccessful in trying to get into your house. Okay. Is there another bar they should go to that has a great selection for, for that spirits geek that, that wants to get into some yes. of that stuff? Yes. Uh, near me, I'm in Santa Monica near me. I think it's called the Chestnut Club. They have a pretty good selection and it's a super, it's like a speakeasy. There's no, there's like a light out front. There's no logos, nothing. It's really, really odd. Pad or something like that, or how does that? It's even, it's like a dark, like doorway, and you just have to. My favorite. Got to know what's behind the door. Well, it's right next to this this restaurant called Truxton's, and I was eating there once. Listen, we have time. Yeah, yeah. There was a burglary around my area, and so they shut down the entire area, so I couldn't get into my house. I mean, helicopters, the whole thing, and I was with my kids. So we, we needed somewhere to go to eat. So I went into this place called Truxton's. And we were eating. And on the way out, back to the car, I just I passed by this door that was just open. And I picked my head in. And inside is this plush lounge. Bottles. Like you heard the angels all singing. Over. Yes. It yeah. Was, yeah. Come hither. <laughs> and so I walked in. I said, whoa, this is just incredible. Mermaids. People need to get robbed more often. <laughs> it was almost like if you're in a desert, you you see the oasis that actually isn't there. Yeah. And I said, oh, that's, well, this is real. So, uh, so this you is took amazing. your kids in there, sat them at the no, bar, so I, and you got hammered. <laughs> I, I started them early. My kids are five and seven. Um, so no, I just said, I made a mental, you know, yeah. uh, I put a, a mental note that I need to come back here. And so we did a couple of days later. And, Really nice, very good selection. Prices are pretty reasonable, and they've got some 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 great stuff there. Other than that, and, and who when you're going on these uh, on these benders now, when you're going to, <laughs> to, to drink to discover these places, yeah, it's you and your wife typically, or is you and your buddies? What, what does that normally look like? Everything. I is mean, it just you solo, like the no, 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 guy at uh, the end of the bar. I do that at home. Right? No, that's me at home. <laughs> I'll I'll put on some sports, turn on the bar. When I say I turn it on, turn it yeah, on. because Ooh. it lights up. Um, and I'll watch some sports. You're wanting. You're you're like. Well, yeah. Next time you're next time you're in LA, you know that you have a seat. Of course, I better both have you a guys. Seat, of course, but I, but I like the idea that you're like you're doing it for yourself. You're on your own. You're like, I'm gonna yeah. turn on this bar, and it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, for sure. No, no, this is like an everyday thing. <laughs> and again, I'll repeat the story from earlier. We got in the cab together this morning. He says, "Man, yeah, I don't drink as much as I used to." I'm like, "What the hell are you talking I'll about? Say Your this. Instagram feed so, is all liquor." It's more frequently, less quantity. Right. Whereas when I was younger, you know, you just you'd go out and drink until you Straight black up, out. Jose Cuervo, yeah. Now it's like you'll have acid. one or two, and it's 
you know, obviously a higher quality, and it's yeah, it's about that. Jose Cuervo Reserva Familia. So exactly. Upgraded. Yes, right, right, right. definitely, definitely. So that's local, but I mean, I think they, so they that was they, called the Chestnut. I think it was called the Chestnut Club. I believe so. Chestnut Club. A little plug for them, but um, there's some places downtown I hear that are that are fantastic. But you know, with with my collection, I really don't need to go anywhere. It's kind of a luxury to be able to just sit yeah. in my living room and fire up the you know put up, turn on the bar, turn on the television, and sit back and just relax. What kind of what is it on the sports scene that that gets you going? You want to or hear do you not care? Is of course, listen to talk. this. So I'm this is this is crazy. So I'm I'm sitting. I'm having lunch, breakfast. This was right in between with my kids, my we family. Call it, we call it brunch. Brunch. <laughs> I'm eating. I'm and gonna I look start up, calling it my lunch breakfast. I look up and in the distance I see this guy who's obviously not an average height. Yeah. But he's like he's far and I'm looking and I'm squinting my eyes and I go I look at my wife and I go I think that's LeBron James. And so you guys go, and go, that is LeBron James walking towards us. And like, and Where keep, were you? At the, just in, on Montana, in Santa Monica, at this, at this place called Sweet Lady Jane. Wow. And LeBron James, and three hours later, they make the announcement. No okay. kidding. It gets wow. better. It gets better. Three, two days earlier, by I the bought... Way, by se- the announcement, we're talking about LeBron James going Cut. to LA Lakers. Right. So. right. Two oh, days okay. earlier, I bought season tickets. Ooh. Before Those th- things are worth three times as much. Exactly. Right <laughs> so very good investment. investment. Exactly wow. right. So maybe you're coming to LA now uh, sooner than you thought. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> going, I'm probably go- buying <laughs> Showtime. <laughs> we're going to Staples. Yeah. So it was uh, it was quite fortuitous. But yeah. I mean, I'd never seen him before in my life, well, and there he is. Done. Yeah. But in LA, you know, it's funny. We don't get too starstruck because it's it's oh, kind of a common like we like when Dwight Howard came. Almost similar. I was at BJ's, same thing with my family. Dwight Howard was there signing autographs. That's funny. But while we were walking by, I thought to myself, should I bother this guy and just kind of say something like, welcome? Or I was like, you know what? Forget it. I'll let I, him go. I do the you know, same. I don't even bother those yeah. dudes. But yeah. There are a few people that you see that you kind of want to... Like when I saw Schwarzenegger, like I grew up watching his movies. Yeah. I kind of wanted to, you know, just, just say hello. But, but you just I like yell out, to the chopper. Yeah. <laughs> do it now, <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> I remember years and years ago, I was at a restaurant uh, with my with my family, and we, my dad and I noticed that a little couple rungs under LeBron, LeBron. James, but we were a few tables from Jamal Mashburn. Okay. To your point of like, I can't sure. leave him alone. Yeah. My sister, not knowing who the hell this is, but having caught on that we know who this is, and this is someone who is known, has this little point and shoot camera in her in her purse, and she pulls it out and she tries to pull one of these, like she puts it under her armpit. To kind of like sneak a photo yeah. of him, so we're all there, like embarrassed enough already that she's trying to sneak a photo. And the flash of him. goes off. The red eye flash goes <laughs> off. Oh, so it goes, it's like strobing oh at God. Jamal Mashburn from our table. <laughs> Listen, Jamal Mashburn was probably happy about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. He's not fun. Well, I have a similar story. So uh, we were in New York. My sister. I used to live in New York, and uh, my sister and my brothers come to visit me. So I take him to the Central Park skating rink, and we're watching the people do all their tricks and skating, whatever. And this is at the height of Friends, the sitcom. And uh, we're watching, and I see this guy walk up with a baseball cap on, really low, and sunglasses. But I can tell immediately that it's David Schwimmer, right? Yeah. Star of the show. Sure. And uh, again, my thing is never to bother these guys, but I tell, but he's standing like three, four feet away from me. And so I pull my sister to the opposite side, and I tell her quietly, Hey, don't say anything. Don't bother the guy. But that's David Schwimmer from Friends. And it was just like, 
an atomic bomb went off. She was like, what? what? <laughs> and the poor guy, like, sprinted out of there. Oh, shit. <laughs> but you, you, and Nick, who, you know, we work with my sister every day, he can't imagine what her oh, like, yeah. reaction was at that point. <laughs> she just, so she what did we learn? Don't out. tell her. Don't <laughs> Next time you yeah, see a star. That's exactly but what But you happens. know what? In Miami, I'm sure it's also kind of similar, right? It I mean, is, it's, it is. A, it's a, I mean, it's a popular destination. It is. We got Jamal for, Mashburn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Paparazzi. No. Uh, but so but now you guys went from having... Her, sorry, yeah. what I do now with her is, hey, that huge guy that was right next to you, that, is, that's, that was yeah. Larry Bird. You know, uh, or, like I do it when the guy's gone. Yeah. So, <laughs> She's like, where? What, what are you telling me? me? Yeah, yeah, right. Well, but now, so you guys went from having LeBron James, and now he's... not having LeBron right, James. Right, and now he's, now he's with us. Yeah. yeah. You're welcome. I'm happy that. for yeah, you guys. Right. Been, uh, <laughs> we need something. This has been a rough drought. The tough part is going to be the, sur- the surrounding cast, right? The supporting cast. Yeah, yeah. So I'm still not seeing the level of supporting cast that you right. need in the West. Well, I think they're trying to get Kawhi. Yeah, see what but, happens but then it looks more like he's going to the Clippers. Right. Yeah. So he, who knows? Not, not voting well. Doesn't look yeah. like he likes the idea of being second banana. I just can't imagine that he's making this move without something in place. And even even when it happened, I told my buddy, I'm like, watch, there's more people coming. And as you saw. Uh, Rondo yeah. came yeah. a couple. A oh, couple somebody guys. will end up there. Yeah, That's, it may not be this season. Yeah, but but he but co- I, didn't he commit like no opt out or anything for the four years. Four years, right? Yeah, One hundred fifty-four so. million. Yeah. It's not bad. No, it's not bad. I'll take it. He'll I'll take, fine. He'll I'll take fine. far yeah. less. He can get at least one light up bar. We'll see. Up. But I think for him, isn't it about the legacy? I think Charles Barkley was saying like his legacy is already set. But I mean, if you want to compete with the best in the world, which is Michael Jordan. I think you have to have rings, no? Yeah, no doubt about it. Well, especially after having moved, I I think at at that point where you're losing in the finals a handful of times in multiple cities, you almost, the the route now almost has to be, okay, I didn't win every time, but I won in so many different places that I was the common denominator, and you can't take that away. Sure. Well, we'll see what happens. But can you imagine you brought another, they would have championships with three different teams? No, that would be awesome. I think that, that would be a first. Right. I don't think anyone's a, ever done a, that. Legacy, right. and yeah. Certain, yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And certainly not as the guy on all three teams. Right. That's Yeah. That'd be a thing to... A, a very yeah, that concludes LeBron talk for the day. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> this has been your segment of Where is LeBron Today? So, earlier today, uh, we were talking about Circus Circus, which I had not heard of and seen it, but I hadn't heard anybody say anything about it. Yeah. Jeff mentioned it briefly yep. when we were here talking with Jeff and Willie Herrera. Yeah. Jeff Porschewitz. Jeff Porschewitz, Carlos uh, right. Okay. Uh, so you've, you've been with your kids. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I've been coming to Vegas for 20 years. I had never been in my life. And yeah. uh, we know, we, we had heard about that they have like a roller coaster and like this. I don't even know what it's called, but um, it's like a, you know, they, they, it's like an amusement park. And so we went, uh, we went to check it out and uh, it was pretty cool. We brought, uh, we brought our kids with us. And we celebrated uh, my youngest uh, birthday there. Well, it was a whole day of stuff, but that was one of the highlights of the day. We went there. So what is a Vegas circus like? Cause I, I have not been to a circus. Oh, it's not an actual circus. circus. No, it's a hotel called Circus Circus. Oh, but oh, there's yeah. no circus element No, 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 no. It's oh, like an amusement park. I was imagining that their, their show was a circus. No, no, no. It's, a, it's an amusement oh. park attached to a very, very old hotel. Old, beat up, yes. rickety. Which will eventually probably give way to a new like mega structure. Yeah, there's no circus. I mean, as they finish the fifth, pro- there's like five projects going on right now. Yeah, so right Vegas. across where we're staying at the Encore, they're building a new tower for the wind. That I, yeah, I heard right. it was called the West Wing. And then now, across from that is now going to be um, the hell. It's a Chinese pro. It's a Chinese. Oh, a Chinese resort world. Resort world, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I just figure. Like, I thought years ago they'd hit the ceiling. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of water. 
to run these things. I mean, yeah. eventually you're gonna they're gonna have to stop. No, I mean, we're gonna run you, out. You right? would think. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, yeah, it's amazing they that there is going. as much as there is now, let alone adding the number of and projects. Yet, and yet, and yet, I mean, if you're you're at the encore. And you see all these kids. By the way, we're we're in Las Vegas, and we're all staying in the same hotel. That's what we were talking about. It, but the Encore, um, which has like one of the hottest pool parties right now. Oh my God! And it's and nightclub and nightclub. And uh, the yeah, hottest. So there's constant kids walking through the lobby, in swimwear, all spending. I think it's 150 bucks a pop to get in. And by kids, he means scantily clad. And varying, women again in varying degrees of good looking dress. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Although know, they're all convinced they look good. Oh yeah. oh yeah! Everybody knows. Everybody's oh, they look certainly good. Like, look good. I know you look yeah. at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've actually experienced the excess nightclub. Oh once. yeah, okay, good. Yeah, I took my uh, young cousins with me who wanted to check oh, it I out. Oh, we were going back to the kids at the bar. No, no, I, and I saw Dead Mouse there, and okay. it was. I mean, it's very expensive, but it's an experience, and I definitely recommend it to anyone who wants to uh, go out and have some fun. But the reason I brought up the pool parties is the, these guys are. See, normally in a hotel, and traditionally in hotels, you were you were making your nut on the rooms, room spending, right. and, and uh, yeah. restaurants, right? That's right. But then now they've converted their pool into a revenue generating engine. That's right. right. So, yep. uh, so that's amazing. And like not 150 only, bucks a pop, and I just yep, keep seeing streams yep. and streams and yep. streams of kids. And that's just to get in the door. The yeah. smallest table goes for I think two thousand. See what I mean? So two thousand bucks created a tremendous. These are the rock stars. It's not guys playing the guitar. Yeah. It's guys spinning DJs. digital records. DJs, exactly. That's our modern wow. day rock star now. Yeah, it's incredible, and the and the, uh, the, the the amount of money they get for these these gigs. So this marshmallow, yep. who I don't really know, was there just the other night, and the guy was telling me he's like, it's 150 to get in, 2,000 for the smallest table. Wow. And I don't know what the capacity is of that place. It's got to be a couple pool. thousand, no? Yeah. I mean, yeah. So I imagine maybe you do like the math. The, the dead mouses and the marshmallows of the world at some point saw videos of Stevie Ray Vaughan and just decided. That's not the way I'm. That's not for yeah. me. That's not no, how I'm no doing this. DJing. <laughs> that's crazy, crazy. All right, so good stuff, man. What? Yeah. What? Um, do you? Are you a guy that smokes uh, other companies' uh, cigars as well, or you you stick to your private? No, team? I mean I would love to be able to smoke more. The problem is, is that when you're what, with, the, with with the amount of releases we have every single year, yeah, you're, you're constantly your tasting, constantly. tasting, tasting. So I'm doing half inch here, inch here, quarter inch here, and at the end of the day. To smoke anymore, I mean, yeah. it, you know, but I try to take advantage when I'm here because I'm constantly being handed cigars. Yep. And so this 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 event here, this IPCPR kind of gives me a chance to not only meet up with everybody in one place, but also to smoke what they have. Yep. And so I try to catch up for the year here right. and smoke and try to search out. Like I just got that Casa Fernandez, uh, was signature. Calling signature. Yep. I get to kind of catch up and, and see what people are cigar. doing. Yeah, I'm looking forward to smoking that. Is there anything that sort of wowed you? Uh, Smoking-wise? So yeah. I, I honestly... I haven't even had okay. a chance, so this will probably be the first cigar I smoke that's not a Viaje product. Got it. But it's difficult, and I'm and, and I'm glad that you guys got me because I haven't even seen the show floor until just yeah, now. You hadn't walked across. No, I didn't. I didn't even realize it was this long. I mean, this is this is pretty good. Yeah. I hope this is a sign that uh, yeah. it's, that it's healthy and it's thriving. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So with that, we're oh, did wrap you it mention uh, oh. what happened earlier this morning? I thought no, no, it's, a, it's not a. Again, uh, consumers really not. No. The listeners not going to care about. See, that. now they're going to want to know what, that, what I'm talking about. And they'll so we had never a minor find electrical out. fire <laughs> at one of the booths. Yeah, delayed the start of the show the today. Show. And yeah. 
it's kind of nice. We got a 1 p.m. start. I never experienced right. that. In I know. IPs Everybody got to watch. So I'm very well rested. Final. Like wow. I can see everything. Nothing's blurry. Like it's crisp. It's I know everybody was worried about how they were going to watch the World Cup final. That sort of solved the problem. Right. For, I wonder <laughs> whether go. somebody just went to a sprinkler and switched a lighter <laughs> on. Like I'm going to watch this match. <laughs> and so to explain that, uh, because this is going to air later. Sure. Yeah. So the World Cup final was going to end. Like the second half was going to start when we were supposed to be on the trade show floor. And so with this delay, we were all able to watch yeah, the, right, the right, match right. in its entirety and, yeah. and, uh, and root, root on the French. As well as Djokovic that, take uh, the Wimbledon. I did not watch uh, the Joker. I didn't watch it. Impressive. Oh, my God. Three sets. Right. Did you have... 6-2, six, 6-2, two, six, two, and then they put... It's, it's, it's killed yeah, That's them. a route. Yeah. In, in our tennis. previous podcast predictions, did you have France winning? I did. Do you win anything or just... That's it. Just podcast get, bragging rights. All right, right, cool. There you go. <laughs> Congratulations, Eric. <laughs> All right, so I think we'll wrap it up there. Yeah. Well, big thanks to you guys. Oh man, thank this you, is, this thank is you great. for the smoke. By the way, this price. This is keep great. Totally loving it. Thank what you. Is the, thank what is you. The price point on this. Uh, this will retail. You know, typically we're we're in that nine to ten dollar range. So it'll be somewhere right in there. Honestly, it comes out next month. So we haven't even worked out final pricing, but it'll be right around that area. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. All right, so yeah, if you see it, uh, it's the Viaje Private Keep. Get get you some. Do we want to tell people any social media stuff right now? We we're talking That's about your... So they can see your, your yeah. liquor collection. Yeah, what is it? Add Viaje Cigar Co. Or at Andre underscore Farkas. Yeah. Those are Instagram? Instagram, yeah. And then, so you uh, mix up your, your Viaje cigars with your personal? Or yeah, so my personal is kind of what I'm up to. And then the Viaje is much more like official. Like this is what the, the company is doing. Yeah. So Got it's it. two separate separate things. So but Viaje the company cigar, and, yeah. and Andre are one and the same. It's not one of these massive companies. No, no, so. definitely not. So it's Viaje Cigar Co. and then Andre underscore Farkas, F-A-R-K-A-S. This is all Instagram. That's all Instagram. Do you any Twitter? Yeah, Twitter, honestly, I think at Viaje Cigar Co. I don't know. Twitter's not. Instagram is great for me because I always love taking pictures with my posts. And so when Instagram came around, I go, this is what I've been waiting for. So what I do is I post Instagram and then it hits Facebook. It hits everything else. So it just... One post and gets everything. Cool. Yeah. All right. Sounds good, man. Thank you very much. All right, Thanks, thank guys. Thanks to Andre for taking the time to do that interview. As always, thank you for listening to the Cigar Snob Podcast. Make sure that you subscribe to uh, our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. Rate and review us while you're there. You can also find episodes of the podcast at cigarsnobmag.com slash podcast. Share this episode with friends and fellow smokers who you think might be interested in Andre and his cigars and the whole story behind him. Normally, our podcasting schedule calls for two episodes a week, but again, as we were just at the IPCPR trade show, uh, we're accelerating that a little bit. Instead of doing one interview and one episode where we're sort of bannering, we'll continue to release interviews that we picked up while we were at that trade show. So our last episode was our interview with Daniel Marshall, who you know for his humidors and also his cigars, including that uh, gold-covered cigar. Uh, we had this one with Andre, and then the next few episodes will include interviews with Alan Rubin of Alec Bradley, Boris Wintermans of Royal Agio. Uh, we've got uh, Oscar Valladares of Oscar Valladares, uh, and uh, Jeff Borschwicks from FSG and Corona Cigar, Willie Herrera, the master blender of Drew Estate, and uh, Carl Malone, who just recently launched a cigar brand made by La Aurora, which is called Barrel Aged by Carl Malone. So keep an eye out, stay tuned for all those interviews. 
in the future. If you're a social media person, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Cigar Snob Mag. Again, that's Cigar Snob Mag. Finally, make sure to send any feedback, questions, or comments to feedback at cigarsnobmag.com. We might just respond to you here on the podcast or in the pages of Cigar Snob Magazine. Thank you again for listening. Until next time, I'm Nick Jimenez, and this is the Cigar Snob Podcast. Cigar Snob Mag.